Have you ever wondered how to strike that perfect balance between work life and personal life when your home becomes your place of work? Today, we're diving headfirst into a topic that's setting the new standard in our fast-paced world, mastering the art of working from home during the incredible next phase of your life. When you are just dipping your toes into this new trend, it can be overwhelming and frustrating. Hang with me today as I am diving headfirst into the seas of working from home. So, whether you're tuning in from home or during your daily commute, you won't want to miss this episode. Are you in a new season of your life? Are you stuck and searching for clarity so you can make a career change? Do you just need the courage to switch careers? Are you ready to follow God's plan for your career? Welcome to Choose Your Next Yes. Hi, Kindred. I'm Mel, a career transition coach, mom of grownups, coffee lover, and God girl. I've had a lot of big life changes, and I haven't always been clear about God's plan for me. This led to stress and anxiety and a lack of clarity and courage to make a career move. I finally started listening to God's voice to find clarity and peace and stopped being scared to make a move and achieve my career transition goals. Now, my mission is to help you learn to listen to God's voice and know when to say yes to the career you've always wanted and no to everything else. Let me show you how to clarify your purpose and find courage to pursue your personal and professional goals in your midlife and beyond. Throw down your self-doubt, dust off your dreams, kindred, it's time to reset and refine and reclaim the woman you once aspired to be. I'm your host, Dr. Mel Vandevoort, and I am thrilled to have you with me today. It has just been a great week for me so far. I've had some excellent things happen with my business and me working from home, and I am just, I am absolutely loving this next phase of my career life. It is just wonderful. It's overwhelmingly wonderful, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that in the best possible way ever, which makes me think about one of my clients. I have a client that is absolutely overwhelmed with their work responsibilities right now. They have taken on so many different parts to their job that they can't be 100% effective in any of those. They are literally giving probably like 20% to every part of their job. And this is not by choice. It's by being voluntold, basically, that their job is going to actually encompass about four people's jobs. And that's a lot. This person is so overwhelmed and stressed and unhappy and doesn't even want to go to work. And the district in which they work doesn't see that they're not as effective as they could be if they had less responsibilities. They're trying to save money. I get that but this is not the way to do it. Overwhelming your people makes them want to leave. And that's what's going to happen because when this person leaves, somebody else is going to step in and get all of those responsibilities, maybe even add those responsibilities to the job they already have. And they're going to quit as well. And this is going to be this vicious cycle. And we don't want that. 
my client is so ready to step away and do something completely different, still in education, but something completely different. So we've laid out a plan that is going to get them where they want to be and they are going to get to step into the purpose that they really were created for and the passion on their face when we were talking about what this is going to look like for them was just, it was so amazing, just this brightness. But when we went back to talking about the work that they are currently doing in their school district, the demeanor changed immediately. So I'm helping them get where they want to be and step away from that typical or that traditional school setting because they are completely burned out and not as effective as they could be. So we're making a plan for them to work from home. When it comes to setting boundaries between work and personal life, Matthew 6, 33 reminds us to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. We have to have a clear division of our time, which will allow us to fully engage in both our responsibilities and our moments of rest. When you're new to working remotely, it can sometimes be overwhelming. It's important not only to adapt, but to also thrive during this new time, this new part of your career life. In Ecclesiastes 3.1, we're reminded that there is a time for everything and a season for every action under the heavens. This verse really speaks to the different phases of our lives and the importance of embracing each of those moments with purpose. You have accumulated a wealth of experience, skills, and wisdom that you can take with you in this next phase of your career life. And you can use all of these things that you've learned to contribute to society and continue to learn and grow on your own. Remote work plays a pivotal role in the evolution of your career life. And it enables you to tailor your schedule in a way that aligns perfectly with your specific needs and goals. But you have to be really careful and make sure that there's some alignment between your personal and your professional domains. And that requires some intentionality on your part. That means you're going to need to craft a daily schedule, some systems to really help you be motivated keep those boundaries set, and really get some things done during the day. And when you have all of those things in place, you have this feeling of order in a sustainable work environment. If you are working from home and you are not very systematic, you're going to become overwhelmed and it's not going to be very sustainable for very long. One of the best shifts about working from home is that you get the chance to redefine the alignment between your work and your personal life. You get to find that balance. And to be successful, it's imperative that you define those boundaries and that you separate your professional and your work domains. As we navigate the challenges of remote work, we think about Colossians 3.23, which encourages us with these words. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as if working for the Lord, not for human masters. This verse reminds us that even from a, from the confines of our own home, our work holds meaning and significance. 
I think I've told you several times that I live in a very small apartment. And since I refuse to pay rent on a storage building, my extra bedroom serves as my aquarium for (laughs) my bearded dragons along with my storage room. So needless to say, I have nowhere to set up a real office with a desk. So I work from my kitchen table most of the time, which is not in the kitchen. It's in the, I guess what you would call the dining room (laughs) because it's the only little spot here. So I make my time even between the couch and the table. And let me tell you, sometimes I get sidetracked because when I move to the couch, I get comfortable and I mindlessly pick up the remote and click on the TV and start watching and then I lose focus. And so it's not a great situation for me to do that. So I try to sit at the table as much as possible because you can't see the TV from there. And it keeps me more focused and more grounded in what I'm supposed to be doing. And I am one who has to have like something literally laid out for me all day long or I get off track. I do the dishes, throw in a load of laundry, remember I need to vacuum, go clean the bathroom, check on the dragons. I get really sidetracked. So that is something I'm having to really, really be careful with since I have been working from home full time. I love working from home full time. It is wonderful. My time is my own. My boyfriend came over today. He's like, let's go to Costco. So I just packed it up and we went to Costco. I didn't have to clock out. I didn't have to tell anybody. I didn't have to sign out. Nothing. I got in my car, his car, and we went to Costco. We got what we needed. Chicken. We came back. I own my own time now, which is so good. So good. But I digress. The whole point in that was you need to designate some very specific workspace in your home. So it creates that physical separation that signals that you're supposed to begin your work at a certain time and end at a certain time. I have been known to also get up, have my coffee and my Jesus time, do my devotional and go straight to work. And that can be at like 530 in the morning sometimes. And then I get busy and I work and work and work. So I'm like, on polar opposite ends here of my time. Like I'm either completely not focused or completely so focused that I forget to get something to drink. I don't get up hardly at all. My back is to hurting. So all of these things and my brain just doesn't want to shut off. So then I'm working from like five in the morning until five or six at night because I get in that groove. So you have to really set some good boundaries so you don't Blur those lines between your professional and your personal life, and you can set those really good, uh, that really good work life balance so you don't have that burnout or the inability to disconnect at the end of the day. And it's very important to set some realistic goals and adhere to a consistent schedule so it can foster some productivity on your part. Yesterday, I think it was yesterday, see, I even lose track of time, but I think it was yesterday. In our Facebook group, it was posted, um, what are your three top three priorities for today? And I really had to think about that because I am one who will be like, no, I have like 17 top priorities for today. And you can't do that. You really have to focus, set some realistic goals, and then adhere to a schedule, that consistent schedule, which helps you 
get those goals accomplished for the day in a reasonable amount of time because you don't want to take those goals into 10 o'clock at night. You want to use that time during the day to really focus and be effective and then shut your day down at a certain time. So you really have to set some of those boundaries. And there are days where I wish I could go with my boyfriend because he's going to go do something, but I know I've got some specific things that I need to get done. And he works from home too, so he understands that. And we have to say, nope, I've got to get this done today. And so we are very good about setting those boundaries with each other. I have had to learn to set some boundaries of shutting it down at night, but he's kind of in the same spot as me. He wants to like, he'll get something in his head and he wants to work. And so we have to be really cognizant about setting those, that time boundary so we can stop and we can spend some time together. And one of the most important things that you can do so you can be successful at working from home is to make some time for your own self-care. I get so wrapped up in what I'm doing that I don't even move for like two or three hours sometimes. And that is very hard on your body to do that, especially when you're sitting with your legs down and you don't get up and stretch and move your blood around a little bit and let your legs like recoup from hanging down off of, because my table is a tall table. It's like a bistro type table. And so my chairs are tall and I can't touch the ground to let my feet rest. And so that is really hard on your legs, your body. So I have to really be cognizant about getting up and walking around for 10 or 15 minutes. You know, you need to get away from the computer for a little bit of time too, because if you're looking at that screen all day long, like my eyes get so tired by the end of the day, I get a headache. So I have to really be careful about that as well. So I'll get up, I'll jog in place for a little bit. Today, I kicked on some YouTube and found a, a, I don't even know what it was, some kind of a waltz that I was learning to do just so I could get some movement. I've also put on my phone to remind me to take a break from 12 to 1. That's my time. I just stop what I'm doing and I take a break from 12 to 1. I get my food. I get something to drink. I kick on the TV for a little bit just so I can not think and just enjoy a little bit of downtime so I can be more effective when I go back to work. Guys, with a little bit of preparation and a little bit of discipline, you can thrive at working from home and you can have a great work-life balance that is exactly that, balanced. You're working when you're supposed to, you're very effective, you're very productive, and then when it's time, you can shut it off and you can be who you want to be and not have to work. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I would love it if you would hop on over to Apple Podcasts or Apple iTunes and leave me a rating and a review so I know that you're listening to the show and it helps me grow the show because it helps get my content in front of other people. And I would love it if you would reach out and connect with me so we can talk about a plan to help you transition from the career that you're in right now or the position you're in right now to whatever your dream position is. I can help you determine that. I can help you figure out the steps to get there and I can help you accomplish your goals and your dreams. So if you would like a complimentary session with me, just jump into the show notes and click on the link and you can schedule your complimentary session with me today. 
I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I cannot wait to come back and talk to you very soon. May the Lord bless and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift you up and give you peace. Bye-bye, my friends. 